0: We are excited to welcome you to another episode of Live to Give More. We will discuss ways to have impact in our communities and around the world. We will introduce our audience to inspiring ideas and people who are making significant changes. Together, we will navigate how we can all better serve others and most importantly, spread kindness. We decided to create this podcast in order to do our part and give our listeners ways to take action and be the change. My name is Anna G. Ehrlich. I'm a wife, mom, marketing and events professional who serves the nonprofit world in many capacities. I am better when I am able to improve the world.
1: My name is Elise Shek Bonwit, and I am a wife, mom, attorney, author, and business owner who has been fortunate to serve in leadership roles and volunteer opportunities through several nonprofit organizations. My motto is, give more than you take. We are friends who have a variety of experiences, skills, and opinions that will make you think, cry, and smile, but most importantly, expose you to special ways to give back. We will inform you about what is going on in the world and what you need to know about how to make a difference. So let's get started. The Women's Fund's vision is to create a Miami-Dade where power and possibility are not limited by gender. Since 1992, the Women's Fund Miami-Dade has worked to improve the lives of women and girls by providing over $4 million of funding to support almost 500 programs serving over 75,000 women and girls throughout Miami-Dade County. They focus on creating positive change for women and girls through action, advocacy, and investing in key collaborative initiatives that generate sustainable impact in four pillars of Economic mobility,
0: leadership, health and well being, and freedom from violence. Today, we are so excited to interview our guest. Maria Mayer is the interim executive director of the Women's Fund Miami Dade. As 1 Billion Rising's global coordinator for Miami, she worked to create the awareness and solidarity necessary to end gender violence. Maria and key partners coordinated a partnership with the Women's Fund Miami-Dade to combat key issues like human trafficking. She served as co-chair of the Community Outreach Working Group of the official Stop Sex Trafficking Campaign of the Miami Super Bowl Host Committee. Maria is a member of the South Florida Human Trafficking Task Force, Miami-Dade Human Trafficking Coalition, and advisory boards for design and architecture senior high and the T.J. Martell Miami Host Committee. Maria is bilingual in English and Spanish, music and art marketing executive with over 25 years of international experience in the realms of entertainment and contemporary culture, media and artist relations. Talent booking and artist management, notably having served as vice presidential roles at the Latin Recording Academy, Latin Grammys, as well as the Sony Music Spain and Universal Music Latin America. How interesting and excited we are to interview you today.
1: We are so excited. Welcome, 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 my friend. Thank you for being with us today to talk about everything you do for the Women's Fund and how we can become an audience, become more aware and take action. So welcome. What inspired you to be part of Women's Fund?
2: Well, first, I have to say thank you. I'm so excited to be here because I feel like I'm with my tribe. I know that you're my tribe, both of you, and I love the podcast, but I envision that everybody else who listens like I do is part of that same tribe. I always say this is your women's fund. This is our women's fund. And at least you're getting to know me pretty well. You know, I mean it. So I joined our women's fund gradually, like many, many people did. Some wonderful people invited me to a Power of the Purse luncheon, I think, 20-some years ago, and I walked in that room. I had an international job at the time and said, wow, this is Miami. This is a Miami I didn't know, but I I figured all these people were here, people who cared enough to put on a gender lens to look at what was happening in Miami-Dade, and I've got all kinds of different paths that that brought me again and again. Would, Would you like me to list them?
0: Yes, please. Go for it.
2: So coming into that power room of a thousand incredible people, you know, supporting women and girls was wonderful. But when I became really involved is I became involved eight years ago in a global grassroots movement called One Billion Rising. One billion, why? Because more than one billion women and men needed to stand up and speak out for the more than 1 billion women and girls who would be raped or beaten in their lifetimes because the UN came out with a stat that one out of three of us would be. So Eve Ensler wrote the Vagina Monologues, V, and people across the globe with whom she was connected said, this is bigger than any one of our orgs. Let's stand up and be heard. I volunteered like a crazy person, as is our ilk. Correct, ladies? Exactly. Absolutely. been <laughs> there. Right? We've been there. And met some of the most amazing people. And we all know that these county south floor is full of amazing people. And we did the first one billion rising. Lisa Scola Aiken and others said, Would you be our coordinator for Miami for the next one? And I was thrilled and we coordinated two huge risings, also at the Kiracades Plaza, where they do the Miami Book Fair with huge LED screens and stages. We did drumming circle. We crossed Biscayne Boulevard for stopping sex trafficking. We had the mayors, the superintendent. We had survivor leaders speaking. And we thought it would last like three years, but everybody across the globe said, no, this is bigger than any of us. We need to continue. Go back two years after that first rising. And when I was asked to be the coordinator, I said, let's all whiteboard. Let's get together. Everybody who rose, who cares about women and girls in this town? It's a global movement, but what's happening locally is always the most important. And we whiteboarded for about four hours from the leaders of Lotus House to 211 to Jewish Community Services to the Coordinated Victims Assistance Center, Urgent Inc. I mean, everybody was there. And at the end, one after another, one started saying, Hold it, I've gotten more done in these four hours than I've gotten done in the last nine months. Because we all came together. Working in my silo is important. I need to stay in my lane and focus on what I'm doing. But we need each other. So I don't have to recreate the wheel this directory, you have an attorney for me. You have transport for me. You have counseling for my client. Let's keep on getting together. So Lisa and I looked at each other and Lisa said, sure, I'll support you in doing it. And we both turned and we looked at Fran Katz, who was at the Women's Fund and who had been the programs director for 21 years. If you've never met Fran, Fran's an amazing human being. And she knew everybody because they had been looking at giving micro grants across South Florida for 21 years, right? And so she knew everybody. So we all got together, we created the Freedom from Violence Coalition. She said we had to name it that because it was one of the Women's Fund's four pillars. And we said, thrilled too. And we did monthly convenings at the YWCA for years. And then the former ED of the Women's Fund came in and said, these are terrific. Why don't we have more people and why don't we cover all four pillars? And so of course, it was since this was my baby, I ran thrilled and we added leadership pillar and health and well-being and economic mobility call them impact collaboratives and they're pretty amazing
1: it's so wow. amazing how i mean really like that's what's important in our community is to like bring people together instead of staying in their silos so this is i can totally see how this happened knowing you and how you came to be part of women's Fund and and now lead it so it's so impressive. And I love that story.
0: Absolutely. That, that's, you know, you said something, let's keep on getting together. And sometimes there's so many different nonprofits that work for the same goal, but they've never come to a table. And the most important part in these organizations is bringing people to the table because so much more can get done. So leading into that is my next question is, it's a two-part question. Number one is, what is your mission statement? And number two, how many women and girls are you currently serving through your programs and projects?
2: We're looking to create a Miami-Dade where power and possibility are not limited by gender, right? And I usually like to speak in negatives, but it's really important. What do we need? We need a community where all of us can thrive. My dad is my best friend. My brother's my other best friend. There's not an anti-bone probably in my body. It's all about looking at making things work correctly. If you do not put on lenses to scrutinize and to really see what's in front of you, you'll miss key facts that will mess up your community, right? So we put on the gender lens. That's what we do. And we look at systems that have been either by design, but often just by default, because they were designed you know, when leadership was more monochrome. And so there are a lot of things that need to be fixed. So I would love to work us out of business, but putting on the gender lens is going to be necessary for a long time. And we do it and we do it very successfully. It's really about leveraging. We care about creating a community where women and girls can truly thrive. And we might do that through our grant Program. We might do that through elevating some conversations. We might do that when we do a huge public awareness campaign to give awareness of services for domestic violence in, in time of COVID. But it very well may be that we're trying to get women to get out the vote. And I talk with Monica Skoko Rodriguez from the League of Women Voters and Carrie Ann Royce and Stephanie Sylvester, and we all say, "Okay, who's the best?" Suited to do this. Okay. The Women's Fund is going to do your power, your vote, public awareness campaign, billboards, and bus stops and metro stops. Carrie Ann, you're going to do a special podcast and we're going to talk about the myth busting of voting. And I will moderate it from the Women's Fund and the League of Women Voters is going to give us the facts, right? We work together, we leverage resources, and we need to get to everybody in the way that they can hear. So, Yeah, we're stronger together indeed. And that's our motto. That's amazing.
1: And about how many women and girls do you feel like women's fund touches in one way or another? Can you put a number on that?
2: Well, because it is important to measure. We have some amazing board members who are really helping us work on that. We've tripled our programs actually since you and I met, not only the convenings, but also the public awareness campaigns, which we can quantify. You know, we can say we had 152 people show up for the last Impact Collaborative. We can say that we had three and a half million people saw that last billboard campaign. So those things are quantifiable. We can also quantify the grants that have been given out over time. So about four million dollars of grants when they first started. They gave five one thousand dollar grants. Evelyn Cohen gave five thousand dollars right after Hurricane Andrew hit, and they gave five one thousand dollar grants. That was back in nineteen ninety-two, right? Yeah, exactly. that's when you guys
0: started. So you talk about all these collaboratives, but talk to me a little bit about your team of leaders.
2: We have a terrific board. We have a twenty happens to be women. 20 women strong board of directors. I'm actually the immediate past board chair. And when COVID hit and everything changed, we really took a deep dive to see, we understand how important we think we are, but let's make sure that's true. You know, do we really, are we really needed? Because there are amazing organizations here. You know, I mentioned the Y, Overtown Youth Center, Leap for Ladies, all these amazing organizations. You know, do we really need the Women's Fund? Did a deep dive and absolutely necessary, tremendous, important things to do. So long story short, I put up my hand to be the interim executive director because there were incredible people who said, yes, they would step up in leadership. So we've got our incoming board chair, Arthur Yoramapa, is taking over from Gloria Roses. and yeah, 20 amazing people. I'd love you. On our website, you can see who they are. Terrific human beings.
1: That's amazing. And hopefully people who are listening will do that because I looked at your website and it's amazing the things that you do. Now, let me ask you a question. Like, tell us a little bit about your leadership style. Like, how do you continue to inspire others to keep showing up to the table and doing what they're doing and
2: making this kind of impact? Like, what's your leadership style? I'm a really good listener, and I listen for resonance.
1: It's a great lesson.
2: Some people just don't listen. It's complex. So if you want to improve the status of women and girls in a county, As important, as cutting edge, as melting pot as our beloved Miami-Dade, you have to be ready for a real challenge, right? It's amazing to fundraise for backpacks or to get clean water fountain in an individual place. It's more complex to fundraise and to focus volunteer resources on improving the status of women and girls and systems in our community. So you have to have somebody who cares. Who says, okay, I'm going to show up. Like I say, when I want to figure out what's going on with my bay, I go to Miami Waterkeeper. If I want a basic synopsis of the South Florida news, I'll go through the South Florida news roundup. You know, Tom Hudson, what do I need to know? That's what I suggest that people do when they want to find out what's going on for women and girls in our community. When it resonates with you. Some people care about equal pay. Some people care about freedom from violence. Some people care about leadership. And we're here to share. It's your women's fund. Come and see what we've got and the conversations that need to be had and then the information that needs to be shared.
0: Yeah. So speaking of all of that and Miami-Dade being such an incredible city, county, and extremely diverse, give us some of the biggest challenges and obstacles that you face as a community leader on a daily basis or on programs and, and funding, so forth and so on.
2: Well, I have to say that we're blessed because there are a lot of people who care. COVID really threw a lot of people for a spin. So for example, Women's Fund is really famous for the Power of the Purse fundraiser and also for a legal community fundraiser called Raise the Bar. And Raise the Bar was supposed to happen on October 7th. And we had to postpone it to January 13th of this year. And yesterday we decided that, you know, we just couldn't, the show couldn't go on, even though it was indoor or outdoor. So that goes on to October 20th. You know, fundraising when you are event-based is a real challenge. The other challenge is working with some of, the, we have really generous, amazing funders in this community, but often in this community and this is not me saying this, this is philanthropic studies. A lot of that fundraising goes to large projects and naming rights on things, you know, so there'll be somebody who puts their name on a museum or, or a program, which is terrific. You know, it's wonderful. And I'm a patron and supporter of many of those as well. But for an organization like the Women's Fund, that can make it a little bit more challenging, that kind of fundraising. I think the biggest challenge that colleagues have said that they have is keeping people excited and interested. I haven't suffered from that yet. <laughs> well, we've got something for everyone. There's just no question. There's going to be a shoe that fits. If you care about women and girls, there's always something you can do. And we're here to, to share those tools. That's
1: amazing. So let me ask you a question. What's next for Women's Fund? Like, Are there any major projects that you're working on now? How do you ensure that these goals are bold enough? And how do you keep innovation alive in your organization? Like,
2: What's next? We are crazy bold. We're crazy bold. I know you're bold, so I want, I want everyone <laughs> else to be about bold. It. But that's because there's need and there's a draw. There's a magnetism when you're on the right track. And I know you both know this. Resources come together. Humans come together. Systems come together because we're on the right path. So as I said before, we were really famous for the Impact Collaboratives, Meaning, Conversations, the first Thursday of every month. People join us now virtually, so it's easy to sign up on our website and come and have the conversations. Our Stop Sex Trafficking Campaign of the Miami Super Bowl Host Committee, our Domestic Violence in Times of COVID, Get Out the Vote, Public Awareness Campaigns, really famous. But now we have added a return to transformative grant making. Our first RFP is concerning the absolute dearth of quality early child care equity in our community right of course there's amazing early child learning and child care for some folks but not for everyone a huge impediment to economic mobility and there are real gaps in needs especially in some of our critical neighborhoods and we're looking to address that with our first grant since 2016 so that's very exciting Grants coming out this year that's right. RFP is out and we've got amazing organizations applying and working together because we're looking now
0: at systems change. Let me ask you a question just you know based on that. How do organizations apply for a grant through you guys?
2: It's on our website, so womensfundmiami.org. We've got a great website. It's full of rich resources. So there is a clear tab if you want to go to apply for grants. There's a clear tab if you want to come and listen, sign up for those impact collaboratives and see some other ones. You can steal bits and pieces of amazing speakers, national ones, local ones, pools and tools.
0: And that's without any commitment. So if I want to just jump on a Thursday and listen.
2: That's right. You are very welcome. I call it our city plaza, like a central plaza where people come from everywhere You can be a leader, you can be a parent, you can be a neighbor, and you can donate if you want. You don't have to donate, not necessary. We welcome one and
0: all. That's incredible. And was that done pre-COVID or because of COVID?
2: We went virtual for the Impact Collaboratives because of COVID. Our website is just getting richer and richer because we have more and more tools. We have tools for domestic violence, for stop sex trafficking, an amazing toolkit because we realize that extreme heat is affecting pregnancy. It's cutting edge emerging need that we're getting preemie babies, especially in the inner city, because of extreme heat. And these conversations need to be shared. So please, please, please join us.
0: Incredible. So You've had a lot of great, and I've been writing things down as you talk, you know, power and possibility, not limited by gender, and all these different things you've been saying. We are crazy bold. Tell me, do you have a motto or a quote that gets you through the day? Well,
2: there's one in Spanish. I I, I don't know if it's so appropriate here, but the first one that comes to mind is one that I always say No me pueden quitar lo bailado. I lived in Madrid for 10 years. No one can take away what I have
0: danced. I really like that. No me pueden quitar lo bailado lo bailado
2: no one can take away what i have danced the cumulative experience and caring that i have there is no way that i could avoid doing what i'm doing here and i just don't fight things anymore
1: i love it, it. i like it and let me ask you a question what advice would you give to your 21 year old self
2: stop bending over backwards to make everybody else feel comfortable i'm tall i'm 5'10 i mean Thank heavens, I don't have scoliosis now, trying to bend over and not make guys feel uncomfortable because I was towering over them. You know, really, really important. We've got all this solar energy, each and every one of us, or nuclear energy, right? It comes from an internal artesian well. It's always being fed from whatever source you believe in or don't believe in, but we've all got this light. We go through all these phases in life that, you know, we're trying to belong to everybody else, and we can belong by just sharing our own individual light. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Sharing
1: your own life. So I know you kind of already touched upon some of the things we can do because at every podcast, we want people to know what they can do. So one of the things obviously is to visit the website, www.womensfundmiami.org. We're urging all of our listeners to go on that. There's tons of different action steps you can take, different programs you can listen in. Is there anything else you want, any other volunteer opportunities or possible
2: action steps? That you can tell our viewers about that we have not already mentioned. Thank you for asking. We have a nascent, brand new, so that means it's very in easy to influence volunteer core. You know, we're calling it Impact Agent Volunteer Core, and we're getting together once a month, and that's a way to touch base outside of the other programmed activities and all speak together about what we can do. And sometimes it's legislative action. Sometimes it's getting people to share really key, important information from an impact collaborative that needs to be acted on. Sometimes it's getting out information on human trafficking or domestic violence resources when things are exploding. So much to do, so much to do. So we really would love to have people join our volunteer corps, love to have you come to our events, love to have you come to our impact collaboratives, which you said they're free and they're important. And we'd also love you to look at some of the other resources. We've launched a research arm, which we think will make a big difference, especially with our community partners, to share information about the true status of women and girls. So as that resource grows, we'll be able to say, hold it. We're really lacking here. We need to do more here. Give us funds here because we can prove that we need them. So lots to share. There's
1: something for everyone to do. Honestly, Absolutely. I've taken a look at your website and I really urge everyone to take a look at it because there's
0: literally something for everyone. Like everyone can get involved. Especially if you go on to the sessions on, like you said, on Thursdays, and now that it's on Zoom, in the comfort of your own home, your car, take a break during your work day and just listen and it might invoke or might awaken something within you that you want to do. So we've got a few minutes left, Maria, and like, you know, give me like a minute and a half tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you enjoy doing your personal time? Give me any interesting hobbies you've got just for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better.
2: A bit of an earth mama. I might be barefoot right now.
0: (laughs) I might be. I just might be. I
2: might be also, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And you may see me. I mean, just before I got on with you all, I was speaking to one of our commissioners and I'll be up in Tallahassee you know, next week, but you just might see me dancing <laughs> at a, a sailing club or something like that. I come from the music. I'm a music lover. In fact, the first time I came here, I came to oversee marketing for Polygram Universal in Latin America. So I've toured with U2 and Metallica and Juane's. <laughs>
0: Kwanis and Metallica in the same sentence. It usually doesn't happen, but I like it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I got to be a big fish in a
2: small pond. So I love music and I love people. I love to laugh. I feel like we have so many things that we need to do that are going to call to us and we better keep on feeling ourselves. So laughter, friends, dancing, good food. You need to go to a concert after COVID together.
0: Done. Done. Samuel. We're in. <laughs> I'm going to take the Juanes approach versus the return of Metallica.
2: <laughs> I'll introduce you. I'll, I'll try and get us backstage. I Done. definitely want to see that side That's too. It. She's
1: she's our cousin. She's our she, uh,
2: yes, concert buddy. She is. So I'm so
1: excited. I feel like you've given us so much information today about what we can do. How do we make a difference? How do our listeners make a difference? There are so many different ways. So we started this podcast to encourage all of you, all of our listeners to join us in giving more. We want to live to give more. Thus, the name of this podcast. Here are several action steps.
0: So you can raise money. You can donate funds, donate your time and volunteer. Most of all, recruit volunteers and then become an advocate to support any programs offered by the Women's Fund. There are a variety of volunteer opportunities on its website. And again,
1: all of this is on the website. I want to repeat it again www.womensfundmiami.org Try to go on as soon as you listen to this pick at least one thing to do this week tell us more about it on our Instagram account which is live to give more live to the number two. give more
0: So this has been a super insightful and helpful conversation Maria, thank you so much for teaching us today more about the Women's Fund and for getting to know you can't wait to dance with you
1: Honestly, thank you so much. This has really been, I mean, I knew it would be an amazing conversation because you're just so easy to talk to. You have full of information. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, follow us on Live to Give More. And we're all trying to make this a better 2022. And thank you for giving us the
2: tools. And together we will. I'm certain. Stronger together. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you.